Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Appraisal Buzzcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe below and you'll get notified as soon as our latest episode is posted. Joan is out today, so I'll be grabbing the mic to ask all the hard-hitting questions. Today, we'll be speaking with Kim Parati of Access AMC to discuss the death of the appraisal firm, how it happened, how we can breathe life back into it, and how we can give power back to the appraisers. Kim, thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I, I know you've been an industry expert and you've been in this industry for so long. Can we start with talking about what happened to the appraisal firm and you know where this diverged from their power? Sure. I began in the industry in the early 1990s. Um, I worked for a small firm. There were two certified appraisers, typically two to three trainees, and then two to three office staff. Within that space, we were able to share ideas, figure out how to maximize utility of the individuals involved. Like many appraisers, we felt a complete famine in the industry in the early 90s. Rates went up and um, opportunities for business really declined. So um, with that, I actually went into education. I spent 10 years in education and then came back to that same firm in the mid 2000s. And from working there within the firm, was able to see the beginning of the AMC model taking hold um, and how there were multiple factors that really impacted the ability for firms to stay in business as they had been. First would be the volatility in the market, of course. When you go from a feast or famine industry, there's always that fear of the next famine. And if you do grow a firm and need office space and that additional overhead, there's the fear of kind of the next drought, um, which did happen in the late 2000s. But since then, um, it's been a very steady industry. In addition to that cycle that appraisers fear, um, rightfully so, with the birth of AMCs, AMCs had to manage panels. They also had to manage lender watch lists. So what we saw AMCs do is specify an order for only one specific appraiser. Um, The firm no longer had the ability to maximize who went where for an assignment. So for us here in the Bay Area in in California, we went from kind of specifying certain appraisers to certain counties and then suddenly found that those appraisers had to crisscross counties to complete orders, which was obviously very challenging. And then, Kim, wouldn't that create an issue where the appraisers are just having to deal with the lender directly anyways? Right. So in addition to the AMC specifying who um, could do the order, you also saw you know, some bad actors in that early AMC space who, who really looked only to maximize their own profit margins. And there was a race to the bottom. So any new appraiser um, had the same ability to get an order as an experienced appraiser. So if I was new to the industry. Um, why would I stick with a firm? when I could, you know, without any marketing of my own, go ahead and get orders. So, you know, those two factors um, from the AMC perspective in those early days really dramatically impacted firms. That really is interesting. And it's it's really interesting to see how that time period has still affected even now, today, so many years later, how the appraisal firm is perceived and how, how they're growing. You know, let's take a quick break for a commercial ad, and then we'll talk with how this is a good time for appraisers to get back into firms and, and start building that. An accurate appraisal is only good as the data you collect, especially when it comes to measuring GLA. Right from the homeowner's smartphone, Remote Value uses advanced property scanning and LIDAR to generate exterior room sketches with GLA dimensions. Testing shows RemoteVal is accurate within two inches when compared to standard tape and laser measurements. RemoteVal is fast, easy to use, and completely free for appraisers. 
To see a demo of Remote Val in action, visit incentoram.com. Kim, let's talk about how appraisers can get back into the firm model and what some of the benefits of that would be for them. Sure. So when we talked um, earlier about the the death of the firm, it really is significant. OREP just recently did a survey and of the respondents, they found that 76% of appraisers work in complete isolation without even an office manager. I actually looked at our own panel and found that over 80% of our appraisers work completely solo. So there really has been a significant impact on the the viability of firms. But I think there's a reason why now is the right time to really rebuild firms. First of all, I was looking at data from Fannie Mae. They looked at all of the appraisers who currently submit to the portal. So really looking at the appraisers who are engaged in lending work Um, Obviously, there's more appraisers out there. They may not be using their license. Um, They may be chief appraisers for a bank. But specifically, there were 40,230 appraisers who are actively working in the lending space. I talk to appraisers every day who are starting to exit the profession. And because they work solo, um, they've never found a way to maximize the benefits. Um, Had they had a firm that they could sell to the next generation of appraisers or have an exit strategy there. They're just simply closing their doors because they've been working out of their home in isolation. That's such a good point. You know, we hear from appraisers all the time who are getting to that end that they're, they don't know what to do with that. This is a money making, they're making money, but they're ready to retire, but it's really just based on their work. If they had a firm, you know, it's something that they could sell or pass along and it's really not without that. Exactly right. In the Fannie Mae study, they looked at a belief that approximately 1,250 appraisers are retiring annually, and we have maybe 450 appraisers coming into the industry. So we're looking at a deficit, a loss of appraisers annually of over 800 appraisers. I know part of the fear of creating the firm is, you know, the potential loss of business or in those that cyclical nature of the market, how they're going to survive, but we aren't the same um, level of supply of appraisers that we once were. So, you know, again, that's one more reason why I think it's a great opportunity to revisit the firm idea. Yeah. And, you know, I I completely agree with you as far as the demand, you know, Lyle Racky spoke at the MBA and he mentioned, you know, over the last eight years, how the demand was over up a hundred percent and it's just the appraiser level has gone down a little bit, you know? So I don't think they need to be worried when creating a firm about that right now. Exactly right, especially if they have the opportunity to look at markets across the country where there is, you know, a huge need for appraisers. At Axis, because of my own experience working in a firm and seeing how some of the AMC policies were really impacting firms, um, Michael Sim is my business partner and I decided that that would never be our philosophy. We were always going to use the very best appraisers. We believe in their expertise, but more importantly, we believe they know better about who in their office should fulfill an assignment. So even though we do send it to an appraiser, um, the firm has the right to um, reorganize who gets that order. They just need to let us know. So we can still manage lender watch list, but um, not impact the firm. So there are AMCs out there that will embrace a firm and work with you. So one more reason why a firm can work today, especially if you look at, you know, 
scale and and think differently about a firm. You know, perhaps you're located in Houston, but you know, 50 miles away, there's a market that's really hurting. Why not have a satellite office there? Why not learn that market? Why not have a trainee work with you in that market? And once they're up to speed, you know, really take the reins within that market. So I think that's one more reason why the the firm right now really has the opportunity for a rebirth. And then you have a business plan and an exit strategy when you're ready to leave the profession. And talking about trainees real quick, I talk to appraisers all the time who are reticent to have an appraiser uh, trainee. They tell me that the lender won't accept it. They tell me Fannie Mae won't accept it. And they tell me by the time they finally are able to make money off that trainee, they leave to go work under the old model that I talked about. But I really think that those have changed. Fannie Mae is very clear that even an unlicensed person may complete an appraisal if it's in accordance with the state laws. And the uh, supervising appraiser believes that that trainee has the skill set to do a solo inspection. And many of our lenders, at least at Access, over 50% of them now allow trainees to do solo inspections as long as the state regulators in that state allow for it. Yeah, I completely agree with you that there's a lot of space for new appraisers. Let's take another quick break and then let's talk more about fostering these appraisal firms and what Access is doing and what other people can do to help promote them. Are you stuck in the appraisal management technology dark ages using spreadsheets or antiquated software? You should meet Evo. Evo is the most innovative appraisal management technology on the market, trusted by lenders and AMCs. It's loaded with mind-blowing features like sophisticated decisioning algorithms to select the best appraiser for each order, the ability to configure forms and fields in real time, a user role-based design, and the industry's only compliance guarantee. Find out more at globaldms.com or call 877-866-2747. So Kim, let's talk about fostering these firms and specifically what we can do to bring in more trainees and make it easier and get rid of some of the barriers to entry. Sure. Well, I think the ability to monetize a trainee sooner in the process with solo inspections is one great strategy. Um, I actually have been working um, with several of our appraisers to help them grow their firms. We personally believe we get better service from a firm. I don't mean to offend anyone who isn't a firm, but I'll tell you why. The appraisers get to go on vacation and their firm continues. They come back with more energy. And while they were gone, orders were able to continue to be fulfilled. In addition to that, you know, they've got an office manager and trainees working on different parts of the appraisal process. And so they're able to be more efficient with their time and, and still produce really quality work. I'm going to go back to Fannie Mae again. They actually did a study looking at appraisals that were signed by a trainee, as well as appraisals that were done just, just by an appraiser, um, not in a supervisory role. And they found literally no difference in the quality of those reports. I, I actually think at least in talking with, with our um, appraisers on our panel who work with trainees, I think we might get better quality reports in some cases because they're teaching. And sometimes, you know, when you're teaching, you're more thoughtful about your results because you're you're explaining at the same time. So I did talk with a, a few of our appraisers in preparation for the podcast about you know, what advice would you give an appraiser who's now maybe convinced that this is the time to rebuild their firm? recognizing that we really do have a huge demand that I don't believe is going to go away anytime soon. Here's some of their advice. Um, Hire trainees in multiples, um, create a cohort and a community of learners. You will find that they will help 
with assignments together and teach each other um, and build upon their strengths. I also reflected quite a bit with them on how much reverse mentoring occurs in that situation that these younger folks coming in the industry are able to help them utilize technology and 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 new strategies that they hadn't even thought about or reluctant to try on their own. Kim, that's such a great point. And that's also a system that's used in many other jobs and professions. You know, my wife's an architect and they do the same thing when they hire, they do four to six at the same time. So they're all learning together and growing together. It's such a good point. I think that's a really important way for us to bring in trainees. And, you know, when we talk about reverse mentoring back in the nineties, when I was a trainee, we were still doing, you know, the photos with the, the double-sided uh, tape and sticking them on the appraisal. And one of my first jobs there was to figure out how we're going to do sketches um, using technology and move to digital images. So, you know, multiply that by, gosh, 30 years. Um, and you've got so many new technologies that are on right there on the forefront right now that new folks could really help our, our current um, experts at valuation learn how to use um, different technologies. Yeah, that's a great. Um, some of the other things that they talked to me about were it's really important to have an office. You know, I understand that that's scary to take on that overhead. But if you're talking about ways to grow a firm, you really need a place where people can come together, communicate, share ideas, and build a culture. One of the fears that many appraisers tell me about building a firm is as soon as I get them trained up, they're going to leave. The folks that I talked to said, no, if you invest in your people and you create that culture, there really are ways um, that to make them want to stay and be a part of something bigger, especially if you really think outside the box to scale. So maybe they don't leave you, but over time you say, you know what, you're going to run a satellite office in this particular market. So there are ways to truly grow that firm, um, create that energy and build off of that. Let's take Um, one last break real quick, Kim, and then let's talk about some of the virtual experience platforms with Perea and AQB as soon as we get back. Sounds good. In uncertain times, you need a certain partner. You don't have to sacrifice top-notch coverage for an affordable premium. Intercorp has all the options and is sure to have just the right one to fit your specific needs. They provide the appraisal profession with competitive best-in-class E&O coverage solutions nationwide. Having served the insurance needs of the industry for more than 25 years, Intercorp understands the risks you face every day. Whether you're an individual appraiser, appraisal firm, residential or commercial, or an AMC, visit intercorpinc.net to get a competitive quote today. Kim, we just started, I just teased the what you were working on with Perea and the AQB. Let's talk more about these virtual experience platforms and how that can really help to bring in trainees as well. Sure. So while supervisors play a really important role, we know that the scale of the, um, as far as the number of new appraisers we truly need in the industry isn't met by, you know, a one-to-one or a one-to-three ratio of supervisors to trainees. So the AQB created a new methodology um, for becoming an appraiser called Perea, Practical Applications of Real Estate Appraising. I think I got the acronym correct. Within that model, and AXIS is actually um, developing a Perea program because we believe so strongly that if we don't retool and regrow the industry, the industry around us is going to render us obsolete. So even though it's a huge investment on our part, we, we believe strongly in it. 
within that program, um, what we will be doing for the folks who come into the program once we are approved, we're not approved yet, is they'll work with a group of mentors. They'll work in a cohort of learners. They will go through online learning that's different than the education components. All the education components remain the same, but they'll do some online learning to help them learn techniques in a more practical application based upon the theory they've already gotten. As they go through those learning strategies um, or learning programs, they'll have assessments that go along with it. And then as they continue through it, they'll actually be doing appraisals, but not for clients. And then the mentors will review that work. And at any time, if they believe that the the trainee doesn't have a skill set mastered, they will have them kind of go back a cycle in the program and relearn to make sure that they've got the knowledge. Um, What I like about it is it allows us to have more folks come into the industry, diverse folks come into the industry. You know, as a whole, I was just at Arrow last week and they were talking about the fact that real estate appraising comes in dead last as far as diversity when they look at the industry as a whole. So, you know, if if we're able to create a diverse group of professionals that reflect the communities they serve, I think that's incredibly important. It's also reproducible. Right now as a trainee, if I'm working with one supervisor, I'm only learning their methodologies and their strategies, and I'm not learning from multiple other real appraisers who may have taught me different strategies. Um, So I think that that's another really key aspect of the program. When these folks come out, one more reason why I'm, I'm pushing for a firm, they will be ready to go in the field. They will be licensed appraisers, but they're still going to need mentoring and training and they would be the perfect candidate to help folks grow their firm. I have a question about these virtual experience platforms. How do those work? Like when they go, are they just appraising a home that somebody lets them in or are these all done online? Like how exactly do those work or is it still not figured out and we need to focus on that? So I was talking with the AQB at Arrow, and I believe there's only about five, maybe seven organizations that have actually put in proposals for Perea, and none of them are completed yet. So I don't know what the other programs have in mind specifically. I can tell you what Access has in mind. They will have online learning um, that they do. So for example, let's say that we want to teach them inspection. First, they'll go through an online course with videos done by our appraisers who are working with us in the program to learn about quality, condition, basic um, measuring strategies. And then after that, they will have a portfolio exercise where they'll have nine properties that they will inspect through virtual a virtual tour and have to identify key features of those properties and do um, activities surrounding inspection. Once the mentor believes they have a good grasp on those nine properties, Uh, Again, this is after the other learning, then they will have three properties that they've identified themselves that they have access to that they will actually go and inspect with their mentor um, watching with them and going through the property with them to inspect. So that would just be one of 14 modules that are within the program. Uh, Yeah, that's really exciting. And I do think it's so important. And being able to reproduce that and bring in so many new trainees would really bring breathe life into this appraisal industry. Well, you know, I could talk to you forever on this has been such a great discussion. Is there anything that you want to tell our listeners before we go? 
I just would really encourage them to reconsider moving from working in isolation and um, as a sole proprietor to moving into the firm space. Work with lenders and AMCs who, who also embrace um, the rebirth of firms. I'm available at Axis if you have questions or, or you would like some guidance. I've been helping mentor several firms right now. And then I guess the other part of if you move into the firm space is really look at your markets, You know, ask questions about markets, and then realize there are other parts of managing a firm that are different. So you might need an office manager who can help with the HR or the business side of of it, but it's well worth it. Well, thanks so much, Kim. We really appreciate it. It was such a great discussion. And thank you to our listeners for joining us. Uh, Let us know below in the comments if you would be willing to consider moving to a firm concept and taking on a trainee. Thanks as well to our sponsors for helping us put these together. If you have an idea for a future Buzzcast or would like to be interviewed, reach out to us at info at appraisalbuzz.com. Thank you so much and have a great day.